0: You ready to go there, Sir Forrest?
1: Sure, I'm good.
0: All right, all right. So I'm going to pull away the live screen just to show, or put up the live screen just to show absolutely nothing because Discord is a piece of shit, but here we go. (laughs) All right, welcome everyone to the very first episode of the Not Safe for Human Consumption podcast. Uh, I'm going to be your host. I am uh, the Mustache Owl, as always, and I'm joined here by my lovely compatriots Nathavin, Runa, and Zim. Um, so we are going to be doing a fun little podcast about either weird, unexplainable things in history, um, or, uh, kind of the more fun and, uh, less tinfoil hat conspiracy theories. Um, we're not going to go off the crazy end and talk about things like, you know, uh, hollow Mars as though it were the truth. And we might touch on that just to be fun, but we're not like... Put on your tin hats for fun. Don't expect them. Don't expect to need them for this podcast. Um,
2: the Earth is round.
1: We we all know.
0: Yes, yes. There's no. There's no like. Yeah, I'm As a uh, member
1: I'm, of the polyhedron Earth Society. I'm disappointed. Are you disabled, offended? Uh, no, nah, man.
0: It's all about that fist, fist-shaped Earth Society. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to punch space. Punch the universe. Several questions. Uh, we will answer those questions in time. Enough. In this <laughs> podcast. No, definitely not. That's the
2: problem. I don't
1: think
0: I want these answers. So, but while I'm not asking you all to drink the Kool Aid, uh, I'm not your boss and therefore can't tell you. But I do highly advise against it. Um, that's that's my little disclaimer. Conspiracy theories are fun. Don't take them as reality, because then you're you're gonna go off the deep end and and nobody's gonna like you. Um, So I'm going to start today with an actual pretty famous one. Uh, It's gonna be a little more on the uh, spooky um, darker edge of the thing and it's not going to be the norm. Uh, We are going to kind of bounce back and forth between fun and hilarious and between like kind of scary and uh, just weird murder mystery type things. So let me take you back to January January 1959 in the Ural Mountains of the Soviet Union where a group of eight university students led by Igor Dyatlov who, uh, were attempting to reach Mount uh, Ortortin from the settlement of Vizhai. Uh, this group had left on January 27th to reach another mountain, Gora Ortorten, which uh, in the indigenous Maasai language, which was the, the locals of the union, or er, region, sorry, uh, actually means don't go there. So we're already starting off with some cool, um, what's the word I'm thinking of? Not anonymous, ominous, ominous stuff here. Um, but this group, however, was accidentally sidetracked due to a snowstorm and terrible weather onto the Eastern slope of Colet uh, which made their, and made their final camp there on February 2nd. Uh, it would take about three months after February 2nd. So, uh, you know, do the math around May time when the snow melted to actually find all of the bodies. Um, And while hypothermia is the accepted cause of death for most of the nine, there are some really strange injuries and circumstances to these deaths. And that's kind of why we're going to be talking about this here. Uh, So I'm going to start you off with actually an article excerpt from uh, 2013 from Telegraph. Investigators found footprints in the snow of eight or nine people who were wearing socks, a single shoe, or were barefoot. The footsteps led towards a dense forest, but disappeared after about 500 meters. The first two bodies of two men, barefoot and dressed only in their underclothes, were found at the edge of the forest near the remains of a fire. Uh, The next three bodies of expedition leader Igor Dyatlov and another man and woman uh, were found between the fire and the tent, suggesting that they had been trying to return to the tent. Autopsies failed to find any evidence of foul play. An inquest concluded that all five had died of hypothermia. Two months later, however, the partially dressed bodies of the other four members of the team were discovered in a forest ravine, not far from the first two bodies. They appeared to have suffered traumatic pressure or crush injuries, and the tongue of one had been ripped out. Otherwise, there were no external injuries, but tests conducted on their bodies, and clothing showed small traces of radiation. And I want you guys to remember that. Remember the radiation, because this is going to come back. So it should also be noted, though, that after this incident, the authorities immediately closed the pass uh, for about three years, um, and then they closed the case in an incredibly short amount of time. Uh, And when you get those two things, it breeds rumors, uh, and we there's all sorts of rumors about what actually happened here. um, But in the end, we're going to concentrate on the four major theories, the ones that actually kind of are based on evidence and not like, oh, the aliens did it, you know. We want empirical data here, um, uh, and of c- course, um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna start with the known facts from the reports. So, from the reports, we know that the incident started at night and began in a panic as the tent was actually cut from the inside and showed tr- signs of struggle and panic. Uh, we can also see from the reports on the found bodies that five of the people have been found in only their underclothes. Um, while the four found two months later were dressed in the other five member- members' clothing, suggesting either they were removed from the dead bodies or scrambled to grab clothes while leaving the tent. And some of these clothes actually did have cut marks on it, suggesting that they had been removed from dead bodies. Um, unfortunately, because of the time, we don't really have a like time of death or timeline. We just know, hey, they all died of hypothermia or uh, weird things. Um, and... Unfortunately, we're still kind of grasping for some answers, but, uh, it should also be mentioned that there was a 10th hiker, uh, Yuri Yudin, who had left early in the trip due to a flare of sciatica. Um, this is important because in his diary, he wrote about how he had some mistrust issues with one of the other hikers. Um, and while, you know, reports suggest that there was no foul play there, the, the diaries of the hikers kind of suggest that weird things were happening. Uh, and there was a little bit of mistrust, and some people were like, oh, this person's trying to just lure us away to murder us. But once again, no foul play was found. Um,
2: I don't know. He sounds kind of sus.
0: He does sound kind of sus. Uh, Inject him into the mountain. <laughs> is there a bed nearby? <laughs> I mean, there's a ravine nearby. That's kind of like the same thing, right? <laughs> uh. So, yeah, reports from the hi- di- hikers... Uh, diaries did confirm that Yuri had been acting strange and sickly in the days leading up to the departure, uh, and each one um, had kind of noted uh, that he had been acting standoffish, um, had been uh, acting kind of strange and suspicious of their uh, expedition leader, Yuri. Um, and so... They, it was kind of a breath of fresh air when he left. It wasn't a, like, oh, shit, now you know, we're, we're down to nine people instead of ten. It was like, okay, good, that guy's not here acting weird <laughs> anymore and making us feel uncomfortable. Fuck that guy. <sighs> yep. All right. Um, now, while the five who had been found initially, initially all had their causes of death signed off as hypothermia, uh, each one had injuries, including cu- cu- cuts and bruises. Diallo himself was missing a t- uh, tooth, Uh, one of the members by the campfire had burns on their head and foot while another was missing the tip of his nose, uh, had burns on his hands, uh, and that person also had a chunk of his knuckle missing that was found in his mouth later. Um, Kolmogorov, one of the two women in the expedition, was found to have large bruises, uh, caused from blunt force, while the last five of the five of the, the initial group had a fractured skull uh though these injuries were not the cause of death it is important to note that it's kind of weird that you know that they had them um and i want you guys to keep that in mind as we start talking about uh the uh the theories and and kind of what people have pieced together uh now one of the other four were found they were found apart from the initial five in a ravine past the forest where the fire had been made Uh, The first person, Kolvatov, was found to have died of hypothermia like the rest. However, was missing his eyes and soft tissue around them and had a broken nose. Um, In the reports, this was blamed due to predatory animals in the area. Um, With a hunger for eyes? Yeah, just specifically the eyes and the soft tissue around it. And uh, he had a broken nose. Everybody Um, knows
1: mountain squirrels are very hungry for eyeballs. I it's not
0: uncommon they're delicious um he was found to be embraced with another one of the members uh zolotoyov uh who had died from having his uh chest crushed in he was one of the only ones to have not died of hypothermia um he also had what was kind of strange about him was in his hand he had a pen and paper uh but the paper was blank um, but those two were embraced one of them died of hypothermia the other died of the his chest being crushed in and the eventual wounds it caused uh the third of these four group uh Brignol, brignall uh was nearby these two but died from an impact to his skull um, and lastly the the last woman of the uh expedition uh i'm gonna mispronounce this and i apologize uh dubinina d u b i n i n a I'm really bad at Russian names, man. Um, She died to a crushing injury of her chest. Her eyes and tongue and soft uh, tissue around uh, her eyes were missing as well. Um, And she was actually also found face down in a stream. So, uh, aside from these injuries, the strange thing was that there was also radioactivity found on the clothes that these four wore, and only these four. And they were not that far away from the other five. Maybe, like... 200 meters, and then they were in a six-foot ravine. So the initial reports say that there was no avalanche that night to cause the group to leave in such a hurry, but an accepted theory is uh, paradoxical undressing, which I don't know if you three know what that is, but it's basically when you uh, are entering the ranges of hypothermia, uh, your hypothalamus malfunctions and makes you think that you're overheating and causes you to undress when the exact opposite is happening, your body temperature is plummeting. Uh, but the question remains of what caused this to happen. As these nine individuals were experienced mountaineers, uh, they were um, they they were experienced mountaineers. Uh, in the rating system of like grades, uh, this was basically their test to get the the like highest grade to be like professional certified mountaineers and guides. Um, so they knew what they were doing. They had countless expeditions under the belts. They were experienced like something as simple as uh, suffering from hypothermia due to being unprepared or scared shouldn't have happened. Um, and so the the main question is what exactly caused them to leave their tent and what exactly caused them to leave in such a panic that they had to cut from the inside and not uh, just un- untie it. Um, another strange thing to note, is that there were multiple reports uh, from the surrounding areas of fireballs in the sky, um, and we even had a photo from one of the hikers' cameras that they brought with them um, out of the tent on the camera, uh, but we'll, we'll we'll get into that later. Uh, so there's the facts. We have nine dead hikers with strange injuries spread apart and the only form of life around the uh, area. And that's the important thing that I want you guys to realize, is that uh, tracks showed um, their tracks in the area only showed about eight or nine people's worth of footprints, so there was no signs of of predatory animals. Um. At least in the initial five, uh, the four because it, it took them until thaw to find them, there could have been tracks of animals that were lost, um, which would explain the like weird tissue on them. But the original five, we did have that one body with the tongue ripped out. That was, so that was the real one, weird one. Um, so before we go into the four main theories, I want to hear what your guys' thoughts on it are, and, like, what you think might be the cause of all this weird things, uh, weird things happening. I just have all of the questions, so... <laughs> well, ask them, and I'll see what I can answer them for you.
2: So, did all nine of them, like, have not quite, like, missing digits or whatever, but missing body parts and or skin?
0: Uh, The original, or the, the initial five uh, had cuts and bruises. Um, They weren't missing any, like, major digits, uh, except the one who had their tongue ripped out and the other one who had uh, who, like. a chunk of his knuckle missing. But that was found in his mouth, so it looks like he might have, like, fallen and, and, like, bit down on his knuckle, or, like, while the fire was going and he was trying to stay warm, you know, like, just bit down on his knuckle or something happened. Um, but, yeah. Huh.
2: But was there any one particular person that was unscathed?
0: No. Every Each and every person had cuts, bruises, um, and then some of them just had very noticeable one, like very high-pressure crushing injuries to their chests, um, very, um, you know, like a uh, caved-in skull. Um, and the thing about these two is that it didn't look, uh, to the autopsies, it didn't look like it was falling damage because it was like... It wasn't a sharp impact like falling would be. It was a very, like, forceful, applied over a time and not an instant uh, that, that, like, caved in their chest or caved in their skull. And uh, I think it was, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Bina. Yeah, she had the crushing injury of her chest. Uh, hers, the autopsy reports show that it was, like, a large weight on her chest caused it to cave in uh, mm-hmm. and kill her.
2: And there was no reports of avalanches or the like?
0: Um in the initial report, no. There was no point that, like when they found the tent, uh, it basically just had a night's worth of snow on it. Um it was fucked up, but it was it was because like it had looked um you know, it it looked like it was escaped in a panic and it had even been cut from the inside.
2: Got you. But this was also three months after.
0: Uh, no, the they found the camp event. immediately. They they found the other four bodies uh, oh, in the okay. ravine three months later, because they, they had to wait for it to thaw out until they could actually find them.
2: Got you. And how far away were the bodies from the tent?
0: Uh, the two by the fire were about 600 meters from the tent by the forest line. Uh, the three in that group had actually doubled back towards the tent because it looked like they were trying to go back for their gear um (laughs) and so they were in between so probably like maybe like 400 meters out um and then the ravine was only like another one to 200 meters past that forest line so rough estimate about 800 meters out from the initial tent Mm. so relatively small area um that this all happened in
2: Noted. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Forest Runa, you guys have thoughts? Nathan and Runa, that one. <laughs> Runa,
1: I don't know. Is, it's all
0: like really just kind of scattered in terms of like what occurred, like injuries and whatnot. It is yet not
2: so scattered
0: at all. I'm... No, like it. It's it's I'm definitely surprised. weird. Um and. And when we start getting into the theories, I'll actually, I'll, I'll explain what, what school I subscribe to. Um, but, uh, the, the, there are four, like, accepted theories of what has happened to this, um, and people have even written books on it. Um, we are going to go over one of the more, um, what I call comedic ones. Mm. Um. Does it involve beca-
2: the fireballs on the sky?
0: No, that one is actually uh when explained, it makes sense what they could be. Because um, remember this is nineteen fifty nine, this is like prime time cold war. Yeah. Um,
2: and wait, uh I forgot to ask, um where is Jatlov Pass? Uh it there? is
0: in uh the Oral Mountain regions in the Soviet Soviet Union.
2: Okay. So hiking in the middle of or early february in russia
0: yep but once again like the the all of these even though they were students led by a non-student uh like they were all very experienced mountaineers um, right they had countless expeditions under their belt they were literally about to go to i think it's grade grade one from like grade three they were about to become grade one mountaineers which like is the, it's like the people who ski black diamond mountains like it's nothing you know they, they they're professionals right. um okay yeah, so yeah like, sorry sorry scribbins he's right uh late so it it was the it was ramping up to the cold war um okay got you
1: yeah hey, like guys. yo can you hear me from back here a little bit i'm really Not far because i'm about to i'm about to do a three-pointer my alley this in one you ready it's the okay. sound of all net is communist yetis <laughs> I just fucking hit it in one boys let communist know, let yetis me know, let me know when we get to communist yetis wake me up at that point cause I fucking did it in one
0: baby oh my lord oh my lord you know what you're actually not that far from one of the uh yes! theories. oh my god don't, don't encourage him
1: In one, baby with the net what is let's let's start what's what going on over there Congratulations. Uh, I mean
0: hey included. hey I gotta I gotta we gotta give we got to give the the others time to time to formulate their own ideas is, is this the is this
2: related now to the woman who apparently tried to make a family with bigfoot was that in russia
0: oh yeah. no that was Let's uh... bring back to
1: what zim just said what the fuck did you just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah there,
0: there was there was reports of a lady who uh who uh, has had intimate experiences with Bigfoot and is in a relationship wait, wait. with him? Has
1: had or was attempting to?
0: No, has had multiple uh, and is trying to start a Bigfoot human hybrid <laughs> hey, family guys? with him.
1: Hey guys, uh, do you think when he sent her dick pics, they were blurry? <laughs> I think they were furry. God!
0: Oh, oh, all right. God. There's the bad joke oh. for today. Oh my hey, God. I'm I just going to here. kick him out oh. of this call. No. <laughs> um <laughs> we'll do. I, I think I, I, I think down the road, I want to do a funny, um a, a funny, like really bad, uh, like tabloid style theories and just, just, have us all laugh at them. Um. But yeah, sorry for and, getting us off track. But yeah, but yeah. So, so, we've got, we've got Nathan subscribing to the, the Communist Yeti. Um, which I feel like after, after this, he'll, he's gonna go watch a documentary. Um, Zim. What about Communist Yetis. Fuck yes, dude. <laughs> Zim, what do you think it is?
1: Um,. I well okay, so I don't
2: necessarily think it's just like something that happened out of natural slash environmental causes. Cause there's a lot of like missing teeth, missing tip of nose, burns on hands, like the bruises from blunt force, fractured skull, tongue being pulled out, like the tongue being pulled out, the missing eyes. It that's it, it's it's a little sketch, <laughs> like as far as potential foul play is concerned and yeah. it's like and that's and, definitely and what keeps
0: as... this mystery alive is like there's not uh even though like i myself subscribe to one theory of it at the same time i think it's a combination of a bunch of them um yeah i think it's uh a little bit uh it, it's a little bit of a a little bit of b and a sprinkling of c you know in my mind
2: yeah and i i, I can see that like I feel like there was probably, um, some amount of environmental factors, like, that may or may not have been recorded properly at the time of the, at the time of finding the bodies. Um, but, I mean, uh, it
0: is Soviet Russia, are we really, are we really gonna 100%... Know uh, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah. Yep. yep.
2: (laughs) Um, so, I given the fact that it was nine people and none of them ended up coming out of that alive either. Um, they were all college students. Is that the case?
0: Uh, eight of them were college students. And then Igor Dyatlov himself was, uh, uh, so they were all like, you know, ranging from like early twenties to late twenties. Uh, Igor Dyatlov himself, I believe was 32 at the time of his death, uh, but he was their, their guide. Uh, the rest of them God, were, yeah. um, the rest of them were college students,
2: right? And and what was the resulting, um, uh, uh, what's the word for it? I can't think of it. What what was the resulting impact on him, or on his body, when this all,
0: uh, when so somebody he, found it? Not uh, him, found his it. his body, um, was actually one of the like, um least a damage. He had a bunch of cuts and bruises. Um and then but he was one of the three that was going back to the tent. I
2: see. To get the murder weapon and then like well, yeah, and you the, know, he was the one
0: that Yuri was very you know, suspicious of. Right. Um was was
2: part of the Yeti yeah. communist union. Yep. Sorry, go
0: ahead. I mean hey man they're they're training Yetis for the Cold War. Like they're they're ramping up for it. And what better weapon than eight feet tall, muscle-bound yetis that are already trained to be commandos in, in the snow. Um, <laughs> and
2: sexual attention.
0: Me hmm. and my enormous pee. Alright, Runa, what about you? <laughs> I definitely think it would have to be a, mainly a combination of things. Um, and that's a phone going off. <laughs> um, real, real
1: quick, real quick. I want to just pull the... the uh, I want to. I want to just pull energy back to the studio of what Zim just brought to town. Uh, Yeti sexual tension, just in the like training camp where like, all right, comrades, <laughs> we will be working with the big fucking Yetis. No matter how much you look in their beautiful eyes, you must not sleep with them. They will attempt to seduce you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy.
0: Oh man. Yep.
1: He's so fuzzy. Oh, look are. how beautiful they are' yes, <laughs> they've gotten me in their oh, man.
0: what's what's the fucking <laughs> terminology for it I should I should have I should have marked this with a trigger warning for uh, I think it's like uh there's an actual word for like wanting it's to like have creating? sex with wanting to have sex with monsters uh,
2: oh, okay. <laughs> i'm I'm not gonna be put on that google list you're you're free to look that up <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey man. I I've been researching conspiracy theories. I'm already <laughs> sure I'm on some weird <laughs> weird ass fucking.
1: Dude, every every time I Google something weird, I'm just like, I hope my FBI agent enjoys that. I hope <laughs> that, that little I hope that He little it real hard. He, learned, yeah, he little, gets to learn Pete something into what I'm today. Thinking about yeah, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get back Unless to our boy, Runa.
0: Attached. Uh, so you were you were saying you you think it's also kind of a combination of the rest, or
1: I think it's a combination of the rest, but I have heard of like. Winds up in the up up at those kinds of areas can Ooh. produce frequencies that people can't really register hearing, but still affects them.
0: You are actually talking about one of the major theories. Um, so, uh, Runa is actually alluding to uh, a book that was written, or uh, er, uh, the theory about a book that was written in uh, 2013 called "The Dead Mountain: The Untold True Story of the Diatlov Pass Incident." Um, and we'll get to that theory at the end. So what we're going to do is, uh, we're actually going to start with the official reason. Um, so there was the initial, uh, incident or uh, initial investigation, uh, which just ruled it as, uh, nine people dying of hypothermia. That's it. It was very, boom, done. And then they closed the pass down for like three years. Um, in 2019 though, the case was actually reopened back up by the Russian authorities, um, and was closed in early 2020 citing the reason that the cause of death for all nine hikers was hypothermia uh due to a combination of an avalanche which forced the group to escape their tent in a rush uh, the deputy head of the regional perse- uh, prosecutor's office commented on it saying quote-unquote it was a heroic struggle there was no panic but they did had they did they did have no chance to save themselves under the circumstances um, and now while this might be like a, it, it is a very solid reason like hey there's an avalanche they responded they unfortunately responded poorly and they died because of it you know it, it is what it is um, it it does not account for a lot of things like the radiation on the clothes um, and it also uh, contradicts the initial reports Um So, yeah, I wonder
2: if, like, there's part of me that wants to think that, yes, there was an avalanche, and then it was sort of this worst-case scenario thing where, like, maybe a few people ended up getting, like, damaged from it, and they ended up sort of having this, or or coming to the conclusion that they wouldn't get off the pass, and, uh, and then, you know, one of the dudes or ladies... Uh, that has a, like, you know, particularly hidden, like, homicidal side of them was like, you know what, fuck it, we're all gonna die here, I may as well pull people's eyes out and, like, have this guy (laughs) bite his knuckle until it fucking eats it
0: so i mean it could like people can go crazy in those types of situations it's not unheard of um
1: we're all gonna die and i've never gotten to eat anybody's eyeballs cheer me right (laughs) plus there's that really
2: like frequency that like is completely tripping me out so because we're listening to things at decibel levels that that i cannot like process hum nom eyeballs
0: (laughs) yeah and i mean like it's it is i mean like when i think of russian authorities i think a very straight cut and dry just to get the answer vodka? done um and okay, vodka I uh but like, like well yeah it, this this immediately goes against the initial reports um and because i mean the initial reports were saying that they're they found the tent of the past so it was uh when they didn't show up for their check-in on their destination, which I think was supposed to be February 15th, uh, oh. they sent out search and rescue, and they found them almost immediately. So from February 2nd to February like 15th or 16th, 14 days, two weeks, um, the snow didn't melt. It was it was still February. It was, you know, fucking cold up there. Um, and even then, because of the, the storm had died down from the previous night, um... Their, their tracks were easily found. Uh, there was some snow on the tent, but not enough that it, like, showed signs of an avalanche. Um, right. And uh, there weren't any actual reports of an avalanche in the area. So, like, this... this Like, yeah, it's a, it's a straightforward and natural causes a bad situation. We're cut, dry done, and everything. At the same time, this is really... Um, it, it just, it, it contradicts the initial report and the initial findings that we have in so many ways.
1: Mm. Yeah, I
0: could that. Um, uh, one oh, second.
1: hello friends. I have returned. It is me, your friend, Nathavin. Don't worry, I was joking about the yetis earlier. No need to look into that.
0: <laughs> Not having it, wasn't joking.
1: Somebody like a yeti? What?
2: Oh, look into that, I see. Uh,
0: no, hey,
1: no, no, don't look into that, no reason.
0: Alright, so, uh, that's the, the quote-unquote official reason. Um, natural causes, bad, bad, bad situation. Um, but it does ignore um, a lot of the injuries. Like, it would explain, um, you know, the cuts and bruises and everything, but it wouldn't explain the burns, which are, are easily explained by they they were trying to panicked. warm themselves in the fire. They had panicked, and they just got a little too close to the fire. Um, but it doesn't It, it explain... Doesn't but there explain... were, like,
2: partially clothed people as well, right? Yeah, and, those and that were the... was like, at the ravine.
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the initial group of five, like, one of them had a sock on, one of them had a boot on, but they were mostly in just their underclothes. So think of, like, long johns. Um, yeah.
2: I mean, I would imagine that, like, even if you wanted to get down in the middle of winter in Russia you still wouldn't take off like all of your clothes I mean yeah, I guess no. that like ends up being kind of a well that's why they were partially clothed. Uh, yeah thing. But and, like, and I mean does at partially the same time... clothed mean like someone had their pants off
0: or like what no uh so they were all dressed for night so they were in uh they were in their their underclothes so long John's uh, and they were in their sleeping bags um, oh, okay. They, yeah. they're, they're, There were definitely no signs of a, a very strange uh, midnight orgy on the mountain going on, that's for sure.
2: Okay, um, well, at least we got that out of the way.
0: There um, weren't
1: any yetis there, so why would they
0: even... Exactly. Yeah, right. there wasn't enough Well, there might have there. been a yeti, though. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We haven't talked about the yeti theory. And yes, that is a widely... Although in these four, it's definitely the outlier of them, it is a widely accepted reason. I mean, still better than aliens? Um, surprisingly there actually are the Yetis are no... from
1: fucking Neptune. <laughs> there's
0: there's no actual alien uh, uh conspiracy theory about this. Uh which is which weird. is funny
2: cuz it's Russia.
0: It is, and it's 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 a weird thing in history, you know, we, we have Yeah, exactly. It, it's a weird up. weird thing in history there's always aliens i mean fuck you you guys have seen the can history it. channel alien it, it always but not in this case can there be a theory can that be a theory in and of itself that they're trying can to cover up that the theory? aliens didn't do it so they said yetis instead yes <laughs> you know what i Maybe. mean fuck it we'll do it we'll put out our own theory um, anyway, so aliens
1: yeah. sprinkled some Yeti evidence around, like, oh, we don't want them to know it was us, so... <laughs> right. In this one on the Yetis. <laughs> Quick, divert. Stupid fucking sexy Yetis. Damn it! I mean, it's oh, perfect. Yeah. We can't get evidence of a normal Yeti anyway,
0: so fuck it. Who knows? <laughs> maybe maybe we'll do, we'll do, like, short episodes to fill in the, the, the every other week long episode where we just talk about stupid ones, like the lady trying to have a family with Bigfoot. <sighs> Anyways, so let's let's get on to the next one. Um, so the second theory, and, and uh, the one that I majorly um, actually subscribe to myself, is actually the Fireball in the Sky theory. Um, this theory was proposed 31 years after the fact, and was put forth, oddly enough, by one of the original investigators, uh, Lev Ivanov. Uh, he was a former prosecutor, um, and the theory is actually built on Multiple reports of uh, what people described as fireballs in the sky uh, from surrounding areas and even a photo taken from one of the hikers cameras, because remember, as I mentioned early, one of the hikers did actually take a camera with them uh, and they had a very strange picture on it. Um, and only one only one. Well, they, they had a lot of pictures, but they had one strange one that actually uh, a lot
1: of blurry pictures.
0: Um, uh, <laughs> Yeti chicks. Actually, no, the, the Yeti picture is actually quite clear. Yeti picture is quite clear. I wish I was joking, um, suit. <laughs> but that's, um, that, that's the evidence
1: the aliens left, so we wouldn't be on their trail. Sexy, sexy suit. It <laughs> is. It is.
0: I mean, if you see it, like I'll, 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 I'll throw it in Discord, so you guys can look so at it in a bit. Hot. Um, Ooh. but so yeah, uh, the there was the photo from the 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 hikers' camera, um. That had it was it, it shows it dead of night, but it shows a really bright orange orb right in the sky above the the peak of the mountain they were they were camped on, um, and this also works with some of the diary entries because the hikers in their diaries before they went to bed had reported strange like howling uh, or really weird roars and rumbles, um, and this mm-hmm. also supports the radiation, and that's because uh, people mm-hmm. have talked about how. The fireballs in the skies could have been like Soviet missiles or rockets being tested, um, kind of like instead of direct fire missiles, kind of uh, think of like uh, uh, like like fire bombs almost detonates above the ground, rains down fire and radiation. Um, it was just a, it, it was a weird test, um, and this one actually has some branching theories on it as well. That uh, you know, KGB in the area saw the hiking group. Um, and saw them kind of scramble away while they were doing the testing and we're like, oh shit, we need to go tie up some loose ends. Um, but that's like that. That's not part of the core theory. That's just a little offshoot on it. And it just kind of goes down that rabbit hole that we're going to try and avoid. But mm. um, the reason I, I support this one is because um, it's the only one that takes into account the radiation. It still doesn't explain the weird injuries of like the crushing force Um, Unless maybe that was the type of weapon like they were they were doing like a pressure missile or something weird that just created a pressure wave that could do that if it fired too closely. Mm. Um, But then why would that those injuries be on some people and not others. Um, So this is the this is the one that kind of for me uh, checks off a couple boxes more that I would like to see, but doesn't really check off all of them. Um, So, yeah. Most people immediately think aliens, but no, just weird, weird Russian uh, or weird, weird Soviet weapon testing in the area uh, hmm. that kind of drove the hikers from their tent, caused them to die of hypothermia, uh, and put them in a very unfortunate circumstance. And now to forests the Yeti theory.
1: What are you talking so- about? Mine was the first one. The weapons were the Yetis that we met along the way.
0: <laughs> it. well you weren't like, you weren't hey, that far off you weren't come here often you you weren't that far off though it instead of instead of a, a soviet trained yeti what if it was just a very angry yeti uh that was very with, mad? with no political views
2: yeah okay, it's, just, it's <laughs> it is, is it is
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is a centrist uh uh, Green Party Yeti, who was very mad at them for sitting uh... <laughs> Yeti. <laughs> we don't <laughs> yes, support gay yetis. There actually is a a widely supported Yeti theory, um, because you know what mystery this couldn't Russia. be complete without some sort of cryptid, be it aliens mm-hmm. or Yeti. Um, well, this was actually fact
2: that nobody came up with aliens. I'm like super sus now.
0: I know, right? Once again, we're talking about a weird, like a, a an an unsolved mystery and there's no aliens i i right. and i mean like some people have tried to say that the fireballs in the skies were uh aliens um, but it just it makes much more sense to say that those were were weapons nah, testing
1: those yeti fireworks
0: yeti, they were they were yeti, celebrating a successful yeti, hunt. yeti
1: fireworks <laughs> yeah yeti do send out <laughs> firework when it's about to be a f- party so <laughs>
0: Um, but this one was actually brought on by a, a legitimate documentary called Russian Yeti: The Killer Lives, which aired in June 2014 on the Discovery Channel. Uh, Fuck and, yeah, dude. Fuck and yeah. I told you, man. This this theory revolves around there being a kidder, killer uh being um the sorry, this theory revolves around the killer being the abominable snowman who stalked the group until their ultimate demise. Um so abominable this feeds off adorable. I mean, I would say adorable. Uh, Some people would say uh, abominable. And Nathan over here would say uh, super sexy. Sexy. Um,
1: (laughs) See, I don't like this fucking propaganda you're putting about my yeti friend out here. Let's go ahead and just not get this twisted. After a sensual 10-way yeti-based orgy that these Russians had, their minds could not process going back to normal civilized life. So they did, in fact, do a big old uh, avalanche suicide. And that's where we're at at this point. (laughs) And had so, to
2: like they pull their eyeballs the out of their yep. head yep. because they, it was too
1: they, went, they went insane from the good Yeti stuff that had occurred only hours beforehand. <laughs> also, I don't want to. I don't want to. This is like a. This is a family-friendly show, so I don't want to get too, too, you know, too spicy in here. But like, Yeti nut do be radioactive. So, I mean, so
0: all the pieces are coming together. So I think it all makes sense. They, do you, do you, do we have remove... seen the face of God, and we must remove our eyes, for we are not. Nope.
1: <laughs> we have yeah, seen they perfection. Pure, they
0: weren't yeti pure yet. <laughs> they weren't yeti pure yet. Oh Lord! Oh my God! Bruno, what we're saying? Refused to take the lesson that was spouted at the beginning of this and not drink the Kool Aid. I can hear his tin foil hat from here. Oh, I knew <laughs> he was going to drink the Kool Aid as soon as I mentioned that. Um...
1: My soft. <laughs> Uh, white fur hat that has nothing to do with yetis and yeti appreciation. <laughs> but,
0: but yeah, so this one is... Um, it It feeds off uh, the fact that the the party had suffered the cave-in skull and chests. Because um, if you think about it, it was caused by an extreme amount of pressure. Um, and if you were to think and subscribe to the school of thought that bigfoot is real a large creature like that could create enough pressure to recreate these injuries um so that's like the the empirical evidence that they use to back this up um and then of course there's you know the the countless story of the the mountain yeti the abominable snowman uh the the chinese mountain yeti in the area from the locals um and what really brought this on is actually that there was a photo taken uh, on one of the hikers' cameras that showed a large, oddly-shaped figure standing off in the distance watching the party. However, this was most likely a staged photo because, uh, to kind of keep spirits high, um, they had started a uh, a newspaper called the Evening Ortortin, and the headline of it was, From Now On We Know The Snowman Exists. And it goes on to say that they can be met on the northern Urals next to the Ortortin <laughs> Mountain, but it's most likely a joke referring to themselves because that was around the area they were
1: that's what
0: the aliens want you to think oh my god the the other thing about this too is that um uh, as i was talking about earlier in in their diaries they had also talked about how they were feeling uneasy and some of them had mentioned that they were feeling like they were being watched um but this could also play into the last theory that i'll talk about um but it could just be the fact that they were in um you know a strange area it's a very ominous area because the locals have named it like don't go there mountain or death mountain or, or stuff like that um and so yeah i mean like if you want to just have installed... a fun theory
1: do you, do you think they installed the uh, old man at the foot of the mountain going y'all going up there are you
0: <laughs> well there is a there is a small village at the foot of the mountain where people were like yep. They were like, no, like that place is literally called "Don't Go There" mountain, you know, in, in the in the native language. Uh, what is it called? Uh, Manis? Um Huh? Does uh, Mansi in what... the Mansi Man- uh, language, it's the indigenous language of the uh, locals of that uh, area?
2: Interesting, because I know I never really put into the like put into thought the potential of like, are there indigenous communities that? Like because the place that they were um the place that they were hiking to begin with was an area that you know was generally accepted as a place not to go right
0: yeah, by the it it was a designated uh expedition path for people signing up for like uh expeditions or mountaineers signing up for expeditions, but the locals were very skeptical of the mountain because of things like uh you know folklore uh folklore about yeti's in specific um you know and 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 oral language traditionally passing down things being like oh this mountain is named death mountain you know people are going to be like hey hey don't fucking go there you know you're you're going to die yeah. and unfortunately for yeah. these guys they did die <laughs>
2: yeah i wonder um if it could have also been yeah communities that ended up living near the area um and, like, I, you know, homicidal tendencies, maybe.
0: There, like. there are some smaller theories about how uh, some of the locals had gotten fed up with people, you know, encroaching on their land and were like, fuck it, this is the straw that broke the camel's back and went and murdered them. Uh, the, the only evidence that really goes against that and kind of disproves it, um, to me at least, mm-hmm. is there are only tracks of, of nine individuals found um, and the, radioact- uh, the radioactivity. Those are the two because I mean one. I see if, right, right. If you're in the area, I could see you being knowledgeable enough about hunting to not leave tracks. Mm-hmm. Um. But that still doesn't explain the radiation. That's the thing that kind of keeps pulling me back. Is that you know uh, on the the hikers in the ravine and only the ravine, though the clothes they were wearing were hodgepodge from the other uh, well, other members. Aren't going to help you from radiation. Exactly. Um, and it, it wasn't enough to stop the hypothermia. Yes, they lasted longer because they actually had some clothes and not just their undergarments. Um, but they, there still were traces of radiation. And it wasn't like Chernobyl levels of radiation. It was just like enough that they were like, oh hey, the Geiger counter's going off. There's some radiation on specifically these people's clothes. Um, Got you. And of course, yeah, there, there are other oh, theories that play along with that. Like, oh, some of them were working for the CIA and then you know, yeah, I'm not sure about those ones. Yeah, they, they were <laughs> I never really end up
2: supporting yeah. those sorts of
0: And I, I want there there's there's theories all sorts of, of theories from, from under the sun and I didn't want to go into those because a lot of them are just grasping at straws to trying to put everything together, like cherry picking data to be like, Oh, it's, it could be this because of this, this and this. But uh, these four that I'm talking about do actually kind of explain a lot and they go together. Um and, personally, I think the Yeti one is just fun. Like...
2: Alright, well, I'm down to hear the uh, the list of uh, potential, like, generally accepted con- conclusions that people yeah. have come
0: to. So, um... How am I supposed to finish my straw collection if we're not grasping at straws anymore? You, Hey, <laughs> hey, I didn't say... I, I, I started saying I'm not going to tell you to drink the Kool-Aid, but you can do it if you want. Um, do I get a free straw?
1: <laughs> hey i'm out of kool-aid can i get some more powder
0: <laughs> but before we go on to the last one um i will say that <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go back to one thing on the yeti uh uh yeti theory um yeah, and it's so it's it's an actual um
1: <gasps> it's probably well, a Yeti.
0: it's it's an actual excerpt excerpt from the press release on the show's mm-hmm. first airing and it so so it says on February 2nd, 1959, nine college students hiked up the icy slopes of the Oral Mountains in the heart of Russia, but never made it out alive. Investigators have never been able to give a definitive answer behind who, or what, caused the bizarre crime scene. 55 years later, American explorer Mike Lebecki reinvestigates the-, the mystery, known as the Dialtov Pass incident, but what he uncovers is truly horrifying. So to me, that just screams, hey, we're just trying to make money especially
2: um, since it's an american
0: yeah it it is it's an american explorer quote-unquote and we know how much uh there's... all right
2: christopher columbus the bad guys <laughs> so, i see so you coughed on them
0: yep cool. yep they, they were handing out blankets man um <laughs> but so that that is that that ties up the the yeti theory um i wanted to put that in there once again like i said it is it's not one of the, like, major, major ones, but it's much more supported and believed in than the other ones. Um, so lastly, we're actually going to go into one that was based on... Uh, it, it comes from a proposal in a 2013 book named The Dead Mountain... Or, sorry. <laughs> Dead, Dead Mountain, Mountain, The Untold True Story of the Diatlov Pass Incident. Um, so this is actually based on science, Um, and it could explain what caused them to, um, have paradoxical undressing and panic and all that stuff, and kind of would explain what built up to cause them to freak out like this. Uh, so, um, it is the infrasound hypothesis theory. Um, so this theory is based off the idea that a weather phenomenon known as the Carmen Vortex Street, uh happened in in the area um in simplest terms this is an oscillating pattern that emerges from when a fluid or gas flows around a suitably shaped object such as a mountain theoretically if they occur on a large scale they can generate low frequency sound waves that can and have been blamed for harmful physiological uh, physiological and psychological symptoms in human beings uh the book author Donnie uh Icar argues that such a phenomenon may have occurred due to the terrible weather from that night which, uh, we know happened and not only do we know from, uh, weather patterns recorded, but the diaries themselves. Um, and it could have driven the hikers into severe panic that ultimately led to their deaths. Uh, and while this would explain it, it is a very solid explanation for what caused their panic. Um, it doesn't address all of the wounds, um, or the radiation because I personally couldn't find anything about, uh, Carmen vortexes causing crushing wounds um i did find some stuff it was not the most reliable but it did say that um a large enough incident of this happening could cause bruising uh because it's you know it's low sound pressure waves hitting our body and if it happens long enough to unexposed skin or to expose skin like they had it could cause bruising so it would explain some of the bruisings um and then the cuts could just that be you know be,
2: is that like you know, is that kind of instantaneous or is that over time?
0: Like it, It's kind of an overtime thing. And if they were being exposed to this for, for, you know, even like five to ten minutes at a time, it could possibly cause that. Um, yeah. And we do we do have, you know, the, the the terrible storms that cause them to have to double back and kind of go off their original track. Um, and, I mean, if it's all, if this phenomenon is all about um you know fluid or gas oscillating around an object like the mountain they were on it could create this Mm -hmm. um but there we go those are the four major accepted theories on the diatlov pass incident including one of them being the quote-unquote official statement from authorities from this year um none of them sadly address all the issues uh, and due to the nature of the incident i don't think we'll ever get a true answer as to what happened here um and unfortunately, because we can't go back in time and find out, like, every little detail of what happened, we're never going to get an, a, a 100% answer. Right. Um, but there you go. That's the deal of Pass incident. That is um, bare bones. Like, I could go super far into deep into, like, some of the other theories. Um, but they're really just grasping at straws, and, and they're not... They Can They you know definitely... Stars, ch- <laughs> they they cherry pick that data so hard.
1: What was the um, name of the uh, the the whole natural wind phenomenon thing?
0: Uh, Carmen vortex, uh, K A R M A N is how you spell it.
1: Do you, do you think it stank? <laughs>
0: I'm gonna since it s- was a yeti fart. I'm I'm gonna slap you. I'm gonna slap
1: big ol big old king of the mountain yeti fart. I mean,
0: hey, we need we do need someone to wear the tinfoil hat, and I guess Nathan is gonna be that person.
1: Listen, you challenge King Yeti, you are gonna get farted on.
0: He's always <laughs> you to be the one, and you know this. You know what? Uh, hey, so... it might
2: be a it might be a Queen Yeti, and it might be a Queef. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're
0: right. Yeah,
1: let me um... not discriminate here. The Queen Yeti. <laughs> We've brought, been... the front,
0: brought the front
1: stink ready to fucking dump on some kids. I'm gonna to to ask
0: you to stop, and. <laughs> But there you go. <laughs> that That's that's what we're going to be bringing to the table. Um, so our plan is every other Wednesday. So not next week, but the week after that, if that works for Thanks. you three. Um, I will, of course, make sure to have a fun topic. Um... I have Kaelin a couple... brings
2: the fun facts. We bring the stupidity. Let's do it. Hey, that's
0: show business, baby. Um... I bring the yetis. Uh, Zim
2: brings
1: yeti queefs. So with our powers combined. Oh, we've
2: got a sexy queefing yeti. Let's sexy do it. Yeti it.
1: Um, <laughs> but is it to
0: make a journey to that mountain myself?
1: <laughs> Asking for See, a friend.
0: I mean, that's we do have some actually, mountain uh, area. I, I
1: was thinking about saying it earlier. Uh the the sad tragic thing that the american uh explorer found when he went back to the mountain is no more yetis they moved on moved on to right. a sexier mountain yep. it's like, Yeah, like when the, when doesn't will it like be american. my turn
0: they just i mean and then you got uh the lady up in the pacific northwest taking all the the, the Bigfoot dick for herself like that american explorer has nothing pacific
2: left. northwest are you, are you just trying not to say washington so she doesn't represent you
1: a
0: little bit a little bit <laughs> <laughs>
1: stupid, sexy Washington Bigfoot stealer.
0: But um, no. I want to thank everyone for coming out. Uh, that is close to the end of the, the episode. Um, but uh, the, if, in case you missed it and you want to go back and kind of see some of the uh, shenanigans these three dragged me through, um, this will be going up on YouTube. Um, it will also be going up on Spotify. And if I get a wild hair at my butt, the audio recording will also be going up on Apple Music um that'll happen in the hang next out, couple of days
1: hang out with the yeti you get a couple know years oh my gosh um i <laughs> swear
0: to god you're going to the drop it
1: so long as
2: but... i don't lose my eyeballs let's do it uh, uh, i mean okay. eyeballs I'll, and I'll, tongues I'll remember a yeti as long
1: as i get to keep my eyes <laughs> yeah. no, no, no that shit's forfeit
0: no nope, mm-hmm. i mean hey man no that that's a little too uh on on family friendly and human friendly at that point um Ooh. but uh yeah so that's it Uh, that's what we're going to be bringing to the table uh for you guys um i don't know off the top of my head the topic for next week uh i will be deciding that with my three lovely co-hosts here in a little bit um but if you want to follow and see any of our shenanigans during the the our time off from this podcast uh you can find me on twitter uh and youtube and i stream tuesday wednesday thursday on twitch and all that information is in below or is down below in the about section um, what's your handle my handle of course is the Mustached owl thank you zim um and every once in a while i stream with my lovely friend nathan here on thursdays oh. which he also streams on friday saturday sunday when he feels like it i think work yeah. is gonna kind of stop you from this week right
1: yeah this week i have a week off from it uh which is good because i'll be spending some extra time working on improving some things in stream and then uh once things are back to schedule, it should be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So
0: Yep. And then of course, uh if you are part of our Discord or would like to join our Discord, you can find Runa and Zim here. Um and we kinda just, you know, kidnap them and take them along on the ride. And I, I'm super thankful that they, they come along with us. I, I couldn't be more more thankful for it. Um I don't understand how they drunk. find me. I'm the elusive yeti here. <laughs> It's because I know where you live and I have burlap sacks, but well, then why don't you go do this mountain track down to kill it? <laughs>
1: Cause that's too far Just away. Do I want to go together. to Russia. Doesn't want to seduce the Yeti. Yeah. this no body's one. not ready for it.
0: I think spoopy might kill me. Um, anyways, but thank you all once again. Thank you for the subs and the cheers and the talking in, uh, chat. Um, this video will be going up sometime in the next week on all of those things I mentioned. Um, and we will catch all of you in two weeks. Two weeks? Make sure two to weeks. go
1: on to uh, me and Zim's new website, Yeti Fancy, for all the newest and greatest Yeti queefing news. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're going to end Update it daily.
0: You all have a lovely <laughs> rest of your day. <laughs>